relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. If you like America first, then check out our separate podcast, The Battle for 1600, with my former White House colleague, Boris Epstein. Every week, we give you the inside, in-depth analysis of what's really going on. The Battle for 1600. Subscribe today. A Democrat in the White House, a split Senate, Nancy Pelosi holding the House hostage. What do we do now? The only thing we can, fight. This is Rebuilding the Right, presented by the Salem Radio Network, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka and featuring Mike Gallagher and Larry Elder. Yes, indeed, a special new weekly Rebuilding the Right. Every Wednesday at this time for the whole hour, we sit down with our nationally syndicated colleagues this week. It is the man who likes to trip the light. Fantastic. He has the morning shift. Not the super early one. That's that Hewitt guy. I'm talking about Mike Gallagher. And then the man who comes on after America First, the sage of South Central, Larry Elder. Welcome to Rebuilding the Right, gentlemen. Hey, Larry. Good to see you guys. Um, can we, we, we're going to go wherever you guys want to go. Cause this is, this is a joint effort, but we have to have a little bit of fun with, um, <clears throat> first, in case you see the YouTube videos that we post after our hour, in case you haven't been prepared, cause some people are getting, uh, a little bit of a, a misunderstanding with regards to what we're doing. We have a special Chiron on America first now, which states the Associated Press disagrees with everything on this show. Why? Because we were suspended, <laughs> suspended on YouTube for a whole week. Why? Because we had a member of Congress come on who questioned the results of the election, and that is verboten. That is not permitted, and we were in the sin bin. So the First Amendment, not really something that Silicon Valley wants to protect anymore. But let's, there you go. There's the Chiron, just as an explanation. Let's, let's start with the big news of the day. That is, of course, we are, what is it, Wednesday. We are less than a week away. Monday, the trial of the president, the former president, begins. And um, we're going to play with uh we're going to play you cut one i'll explain what it is if larry can't hear the video this is the current incumbent of the white house giving an interview to that heavy-hitting news organization people magazine about why we need this trial eric play cut one they asked me whether or not they thought the trial should go forward they didn't ask me whether or not he should have been impeached he was impeached by the house And it has to move forward. Otherwise, it would come off as farcical what this was all about. I think it's important that uh, there be certain basic standards that people at least uh, are able to see what happened and make their own judgments. I'm not looking for 
any uh, um, retribution. I'm not looking. It's just my job is to try to heal the country and move us forward. Quote, I'm not looking for retribution. My job is to move the country forward. Is trying the last incumbent the way we move forward? Let's start with you, Mike. Uh, impeach, uh, the impeachment trial is literally the definition of retribution. Everybody knows it. I always say everybody's in on the game. Uh, you know, America and the world recognize that the only reason they're moving forward with this trial is to try to prevent Donald Trump from running again, taking it right out of the, the hands of the American people, which is sort of what we're seeing over and over and over again. The, the, the YouTube suspension that you referred to, Seb, this is an example of, of uh, you know, the attempt on, on the left to cancel or silence or stifle any dissent and, and take it out of the hands of the American people. What we do every day on the radio, what, you, what we all do uh, in expressing our views and, and in, inviting people to call us is to sort of celebrate uh, the, the right to be heard. Well, that's under attack right now. And as we talk every week during your tremendous show, and by the way, can I just add what an honor it is? I, I, I did, I'm sorry I didn't dress up for these two dapper gentlemen. <laughs> I saw you last night with uh, with Sean and, and Lindsay on Newsmax. Seb, of course, you can't turn around without seeing Larry Gorka's smiling face on TV. So I'm like I'm like the I'm slumming it here, trying to trying to 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 take it all down to a to a level for the common man. But I'm in such great company, and I'm honored seriously to be on a team with. With folks like Sebastian Gorka and Larry Gel- Gorka or Larry Elder, where we're I like, fighting, I like the Larry Gorka, I like Larry the Larry Gorka, Gorka combination, and Sebastian Elder, <laughs> <laughs> but we're fighting to 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 sort of represent the American people who, for too long, have not been heard. And listen, let's let's not kid ourselves. All of what we're witnessing is an attempt uh, uh, at payback for the way Donald J. Trump upset the apple cart in a in an epic way, and now they're trying to put the pieces back together and, and make us all conform. It's not going to work because, as you always say, Seb, we've, we've, we've got to fight. We've got to stand up for what we believe in. Oh, as Larry yeah. says, we've got a country to save. And you say it every morning as well. So, so Larry, um, haven't we seen half of America burnt? We've seen you know the latest you know figures for the damage in Seattle and Portland, all in the name of social justice. Will a trial in the Senate finally bring us unity and peace and social justice? Well, Dr. G, first, I'm still recovering from Mike Gallagher calling us twice, Mary Porta. That's the first time that's ever happened. Uh, after that, I can't think of clearly um, Look, I said this at the very beginning. Once it was determined that Biden became the president, uh, if he were really trying to heal the nation, first thing he should have done was pick up the horn call Schumer, call Pelosi, and say, call off the dogs. The fact that he didn't do that shows you how serious he is about the so-called healing. And I want to remind people, as much as they dislike Donald Trump, and as much as Bacharach was his tagline during the uh, campaign in 2016, when he became president, he publicly said he was not going to go after her. He felt that she, quote, suffered enough, close quote, that he wanted to concentrate on his agenda. But for all the people called Donald Trump this, this dastardly, fickle uh, human being, he did act like a statesman uh, early on in his administration when he could have publicly encouraged the DOJ to continue the investigation of Hillary, and he told them not to do that. So I just want people to, to, to keep that in mind. No, I'm, I'm so glad you reminded us of that, because that is true, that the president didn't 
ex- extract exact any kind of retribution against Hillary Clinton, though many would have liked to have seen some kind of judicial consequences for what we, she did with her email, email server. But Donald Trump refused to do so, and we're seeing exactly the opposite now. But it's not just, not just interviews with People magazine. This is Maxine Waters on MSNBC saying that it has to go much further than removing him from office, an office that he doesn't hold anymore. Video cut two, play cuts. Uh, They are following the president of the United States of America, who had advanced planning about the invasion uh, that took place in our capital. And even there's information that some of the planning came out of individuals working in his campaign. As a matter of fact, uh, he absolutely should be charged with premeditated murder uh, because of the lives that were lost uh, with this invasion, with this insurrection. So now it's no longer an insurrection. Now, according to Maxine Waters, it is an invasion. And Donald Trump should be charged not with incitement to insurrection, but with premeditated murder. Larry, your reaction. Dr. G, if President Barack Obama had been impeached, based upon this then kind of evidence, Maxine Waters would be talking about systemic racism. After the Capitol riots, we had this ridiculous racial thought experiment. Uh, the Democrats, Joe Biden, said, what would have happened had the protests had been primarily black? Uh, to let black people know, that even though the protests were not primarily black, we're going to act like they were. That way we can remind you of how systemically racist you are uh, uh, oppressed by. Let's play that game. Imagine Republicans impeach President Barack Obama in the waning days of his administration. He's out of office. They have a trial to convict him, uh, to throw him out of the office. He's already departed. The judge who's presiding over the trial is a senator who's already once voted to uh, expel him from the presidency. This is a fair trial. I'm telling you, if the shoe were the other foot, Republicans had done this to President Barack Obama, the country would be on fire. And Maxine Water knows it. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Mike Gallagher, attempted murder should be the accusation, the charge. Well, as Larry said, let's play that game. There was a guy who went literally hunting for Republicans on a baseball field in, in Virginia and nearly killed Congressman Steve Scalise. He was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And there was not any kind of a drive on anybody's part, no inclination to blame Bernie Sanders or Democrats for what that guy did. This is a, a dangerous game they're playing. Uh, it is a, it is uh, fraught with peril, and it's got it's got to stop. I mean, normal people. I call on. I think we all ought to call on on, on Democrats to try to become a voice of reason against the insanity we're witnessing. That a president who literally says. Uh, I know you'll go peacefully march on the Capitol, and that gets turned into inciting an insurrection. It's uh, it's just it's a it's political theater, but it's very very dangerous and it has very very disastrous consequences. March peacefully and patriotically, exactly the words of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. We will continue. My question next: What does the Senate trial mean for the right and for Donald Trump? With my good guests, follow them right now. Mike Gallagher, Radio Talker Mike, and Larry Elder at Larry Elder. This is America First of the Salem Radio Network, broadcasting across the nation and live streaming on YouTube. How interesting.
Despair is un-American. It's time to rebuild the right. Here is your host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Well, look, no disrespect to, to uh, Secretary Kerry, but he's living in la-la land. And he, I mean, you're going to tell a 50-year-old woman who's been working for an oil and gas company, who's developed extraordinary expertise, who has kids in school, who has a mortgage to pay, just to, to uh, uh, quit your job because we're going to fire you anyway and go back to school and then you can go work in a green job. But we haven't told you which one yet. I, I, I mean, you know, put down the bong. That's just not realistic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Senator Kennedy. Just always awesome value for money. Put the bong down, Kerry. Put the bong down. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is the Salem Radio Network. It's rebuilding the right with my nationally syndicated friends, my heroes, radio masterminds. We've got Mike Gallagher. We've got Larry Elder. Follow them every day. Radio Talker Mike and at Larry Elder. Um, I have to ask you, we'll talk about the impeachment happening on Monday. But first things first, and I'll start with you, Larry. Um, (laughs) Two weeks Two weeks of the Biden administration, your verdict on how they're doing so far. Ha! Well, uh, John Kerry is, I think, uh, the, the, the face of the, uh, the Biden economic plan, which is we're going to destroy your jobs in favor of some jobs down the road that may or may not happen because we think it'll be better for the environment, says a multi-millionaire who's married two rich women. Uh, most of us don't have that kind of plan. I think it's only a, a finite number of rich white women to marry, and I haven't been able to find one yet. By the way, this is a guy, John Kerry, who, when uh, the state of Michigan several years ago lowered their tax, their state income tax, at one time it used to be called Tax Massachusetts, and they lowered their state income tax. But for people that are left-wing that wanted to pay the higher tax, they had a little box that allowed you to check it, and you could pay the higher tax if you wanted to. Guess who didn't pay the higher tax? John Forbes Kerry. Hey, hang on. Is, also, that a, is that a joke, Larry? There was a box to pay a higher tax, yeah. oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and the guy who married Mrs. Hines didn't do it? Right. There, there were 3 million tax filers in Massachusetts the year that they allowed the Massachusetts tax filers to pay the higher tax. Less than a half of 1% paid the higher <laughs> income tax, including John Forbes Kerry. Hang on. But guys, but guys, let's not forget that we also found out that this is the same John Kerry who took a private jet to Iceland to accept a climate award. Hang, hang on, and when, hang on, but Mike, Mike, it's because he's he's John Kerry. He's told he, us people right. like me yeah. must use private jets. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and this is the guy, John Kerry, who years ago when he bought a yacht, moored the yacht uh, at, in Rhode Island rather than his state of Massachusetts to avoid paying $500,000 in taxes. He got outed, and then he decided to pay the $500,000 in taxes. This is a guy I, 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 who's in the party that raises your taxes while they ferociously try to avoid paying them. That, that Seb, to me, that's the perfect answer. How, how's the first two weeks of the Biden presidency going towards John Kerry? I mean, the reporter who had the temerity to ask him, well, you know, you're taking a private jet here in, to Iceland to accept an award for climate activism. He said, you know, but he said, my, my work is offset. I, I, I'm offsetting my carbon output by the good things I do. You can't script that, guys. You can't make that up. But you hang can't. on, Mike. But hang on. I think it's also telling that it wasn't an American journalist that asked him that question. <laughs> it wasn't in English. It wasn't right? even in English. They had to translate it. <laughs> and and let's, let's not forget, this is the former Secretary of State who told us 
under no circumstances will there be any peace deal between the Israelis and any of the Gulf states without buy-in from the Palestinians. I've spoken to them, and they've told me, hell no, we're never going to do a deal unless there's Palestinian buy-in. Oops, Bahrain, UAE, Morocco, Sudan, is this thing on? <laughs> and, and, and if I may, let me let me remind everybody that we're we're dealing with the White House press secretary. Seems like a likable lady. I don't know Jen Psaki, but I know she seems to be defying President Biden's mandate that you got to wear a mask on federal property. I think the White House press briefing room is on federal property. All the reporters have masks on. Has anybody asked her why she won't wear a mask in the in the in that small, cramped, musty White House press briefing room? Very good question. Or let let me cut to the chase here, guys. Um, even Obama had a brain, okay? He had Axelrod. He had the guy behind the curtain who was the eminence grise, the mastermind. I don't see anybody. Not we'll talk about Rice in a second, but not even Rice. This this, this seems to be the third, fourth, fifth tier of Obama Clinton light officials, mixed in with a large dose of arrogance. Should should we? I don't want to lull us into a false sense of security, but but are these guys as dangerous as if they actually had some heavy hitters? Let's start with you, Larry. So they are, and uh, right now Obama would be perceived to be too conservative for them. Uh, Obama wasn't in favor of reparations. In fact, he was opposed to reparations and said it would be divisive uh, to the country. Uh, so these guys are, are, are far more radical than, than Obama was. And I just want to say one quick thing about, about Maxine Waters. You played a clip of her earlier. This is a woman who's gotten away with so many things. I have followed her career for decades, Dr. G uh, and Mike. Uh, forget about what she said about uh, fine Trump cabinet officials and get in their faces and harass them. Uh, forget about referring to the L.A. riots as a rebellion and saying it's okay for people to take uh, money, take uh, take the milk and, and food because, after all, they need to have food. Let's talk about the fact that when the Senate, when the, when the House unanimously uh, passed a resolution telling Castro, Fidel Castro, to send back a woman named Joanne Chesimard, who had murdered a New Jersey state trooper, broke out of prison, fled to Cuba, the resolution was also signed by Maxine Waters. She didn't realize that Joanne Chesimar had changed her name. She's a former Black Panther and changed her name to Shakur. And as a result, Maxine Waters realized her mistake, in quotes, wrote a letter to Castro urging Castro to keep this woman who had murdered a New Jersey state trooper, compared her to a freedom fighter, and said the only reason she was persecuted was because of her support of civil rights. She is still in Cuba as we speak. Who the hell does that? Who writes a letter to Castro telling Castro to keep a convicted murderer there and not have her extradited back to the state where she could face justice? Who does that? Maxine Waters has. She also had a meeting with the then Secretary of Treasury, Hank Paulson, during the crisis, the financial crisis, to get money to bail out black banks without telling Paulson that she and her husband had a financial interest in a bank that received money for a bailout. The House investigated she pulled out the race card. The investigation went supernova. And virtually every year, by a left-wing ethics group, she is considered to be one of the most corrupt members of Congress, in part because of the money she pays her family members to do things at a far higher price than would be the case uh, if she were to use another uh, person to do it at fair market value. So she is a corrupt person who has played the race card her whole career, has gotten away with it because the Republicans are afraid of taking her on. And I would have thought that, Brock, that Donald Trump would have given these guys some cashews to make people like her the face of the party, but they don't. Last minute in this segment, Mike Gallagher. Are these, is this crowd, is this regime worse than Obama? 
Well, I mean, there are real world, real life implications to cutting thousands, of, losing thousands of jobs when you when you eliminate the Keystone Pipeline project. You know, people are suffering, people are struggling. What a time to kill jobs of all times, early 2021, when we're struggling uh, as a result of this pandemic and people are desperate for work. It, danger is the right word to use, uh, Seb, to these people who've lost their jobs. It's, it's it, dangerous. It's such a stunning point to cut jobs now. Right. When we're still shut down. That's why here's Mike Gallagher, follow him at Radio Talker Mike, and the sage at Larry Elder. This is Rebuilding the Right on America First and the Sailing Radio Network with me, Sebastian Gorka. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, don't you dare touch that dial. This year marks 20 years since America's darkest day, September the 11th, 2001. And the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's frontline heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. Our nation's heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me, need your help. Join Tunnel to Towers on their mission to do good and help these heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number 2, and the letter T.org. That's T2T.org. Thank you. So, look, this is a a very difficult situation, um, and we're in it still uh, because of the incompetence of the previous administration. So I think it's important for both sides to come to the table in good faith, recognize uh, that we're both wor- trying to work through a very challenging situation, but we must get a deal done. There's passing the buck, and then there's Lori Lightfoot, who is a, who is blaming the teachers' unions intransigence in Chicago on Donald Trump. We are back with rebuilding the right. How we deal with the current situation: the House, the Senate. The White House, the media, big tech, but we don't give up. That's why we exist, and that's why we have great names like Mike Gallagher, Larry Elder, every day here on the Salem Radio Network. Um, I know you want to talk about somebody in particular. Let's go straight to you, Larry. Chuck Schumer, what would you like to say about the... Can you have a leader of the Senate when Kamala Harris has to run across D.C. every time to cast a vote? Well, here's my, my argument. We're, we, meaning Republicans, are always going to be in a difficult position until and unless we take the race card out of the hand of the left. No matter what it is, somehow, some way, they're going to argue racism uh, is affecting us somehow, some way. Let's talk about racism of Mr. Chuck Schumer. A young Chuck Schumer was running for office. He had a meeting, 1974, Flatbush in New York. A bunch of racist neighbors wanted to get out a group of blacks who lived in two buildings in this neighborhood. Chuck Schumer said this, hey, you guys vote for me. Here's what I'll do. I'll propose a refurbishing plan. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. They'll they'll have to leave. We have to give them right of first refusal. We'll make the places so nice they won't be able to afford to move back in. 
voila, the blacks will be gone, and nobody will know that we did it. Chuck Schumer got elected. He did, in fact, put, put together a plan. The only problem was the blacks were able to raise enough money to get back and move into now better digs than they had before they left. But the plan went forward, not for lack of trying. Nobody brings it up. There's an article about it in American Spectator written by a guy named Jay Homnick. I've interviewed him three or four times over the last several years, and we can't get anybody at all to talk about this. There were several people at that meeting. There were several witnesses. Nobody talked about it. The reason I mentioned this, 1974, the year after that, that's when Donald Trump, young Donald Trump, I think he's in his late 20s, entered into a consent decree with the FHA to discontinue practices that the FHA said were discriminating against would-be renters, blacks, and Hispanics. Sometimes people bring that up as Exhibit A for Donald Trump racism. Nobody mentions the 1974 scheme that Chuck Schumer tried to pull off to rid a neighborhood of blacks. Wow. Can you say David, David Duke? Can you say KKK? Yeah, this is this no, is why this is why I this is why I learned so much from my fellow. I, I didn't even know that Flatbush story is about there, Schumer. Is there, statute, is there a statute of limitations on this? No. What's the statute of limitations? Look it up. Jay Homnick, American Spectator, Chuck Schumer did it, and Chuck. And, and by the way, Homnick said he felt guilty for years because his dad was racist. He later on became a writer, and the only reason he wrote about it is because Chuck Schumer kept playing the race card when there was a nominee of a Supreme Court justice who belonged to a, a club that didn't have females, Chuck Schumer called this guy sexist because he belonged to that club. And Hamlet couldn't take it anymore. That's when he wrote the article 2006 uh, in American Spectator. Let's, find, let's uh, find that article. Let's post it at Seb Gorka on Twitter, on Facebook. Of course, you'd know all of this because you created, you produced uh, that amazing movie, Uncle Tom. If you haven't seen it, guys, check it out, UncleTom.com. Uh, in the last minute and a half we have in this segment, I, you know, Mike, are we going to see what we saw on the Obama years? Is, is racial tension going to increase in a Kamala Harris Biden White House, what's your I, expectation? I hope not. I hope Americans uh, use clarity and use common sense. You know, you you played the clip of Mayor Lightfoot. Uh, the, the, if the image of John Kerry, uh, the climate czar, going to Iceland on a private jet to accept a climate award isn't enough, try to navigate Lori Lightfoot's re- relationship with teachers in Chicago. I hear from Chicago listeners every single day who cannot believe how she has botched the entire response by the teachers' community. She's up against the teachers' union, and of course, you know she's she's sort of part of that machine. And now she's trying to order the teachers. Been trying to order the teachers back, beg them, cajole, plead. It's a nightmare. Chicago and and America's big cities that are run by Democrats are a disaster. Everybody knows it. That's why I'm excited as a Floridian to have a governor like Ron DeSantis, who we keep hearing could very well emerge as as a front-runner in 2024. That's what Republicans need right now. The right needs leaders like Ron DeSantis, and uh, I'm very, very optimistic about that. what that looks like down the road. We actually have a couple of cuts of uh, the governor really taking it to the fake news that we might get to in the third hour of the show. Right now, this is Rebuilding the Right with Mike Gallagher, who has the morning shift, 9 to 12 Eastern, and then Larry Elder, the sage,
Page, who has this shift right after America First, 6 to 9 Eastern. Don't go anywhere. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor, 100% drug-free pain relief that actually works. I am two years pain-free because of this incredible product, and that is a story tens of thousands of Americans can share with you, including Reggie from Florida. I have a lot of pain from aging, and after only four days, of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Wouldn't you like to be able to say those words? Find out today. Order the three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five at relieffactor.com. That translates to less than a dollar a day. What can you get for a dollar a day? I tell you what, potentially liberated from your pain. Call them on 800-500-8384. Don't wait any longer. You know it makes sense. You deserve to find out if Relief Factor is the answer for you. That number, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. might have the White House, but we have the radio waves. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. What's that song, Shad? It's Eurythmics. What's the name of that song, Shad? Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams are made of this. Now I have a dream. I'd like to make movies. Why does Larry Elder get to make movies? Why does Dennis Prager get to make movies? My gosh, if it's not Uncle Tom, it's no safe spaces. You need to watch it. It's the story of political correctness run amok in America and what it's going to take to push back. Co-host, they're they're not co-starring. Dennis is a co-star. When am I going to be a co-star? Co-starring with Adam Carolla. Watch it with us. Go to SalemNow.com. Use promo code G-O-R-K-A. Order it, watch it. You won't regret it. Special guest, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro. Fabulous film. Almost as good as Larry Elders. Almost. No, they're all great. Watch them all. Watch them all. UncleTom.com and SalemNow.com. Okay, we are back. We are talking with Mike Gallagher, my colleague, Larry Elder. Mike is now a proud Floridian. Let's talk a little bit about this man who's skyrocketed to the top of the charts as a potential presidential candidate for the conservatives. He's Ron DeSantis, and he was on Tucker Carlson's show. Let's go to Cut 10 now. I think most folks do want protections for their privacy and their data. I think most folks want protections from being deplatformed. And it's not just being banned from Twitter or something. As we've seen, these these companies can act, they can collude. They can deny you, if you're a small business, of payment processing, uh, the ability to use email and text. So what, you go to a rally that they don't like or you engage in wrong think, and all of a sudden your flower business is decapitated for for a month because they take action. So I think we've gone down a dangerous path on this. This provides protections for individual Floridians, and I think it'll be very positively received. But we're we're buckled up, Tucker. We know that there's always fights over these things, uh, so stay tuned. 
Big tech as a factor. You can see the Chiron. We've got the warning because YouTube put us in the sin bin, suspended for a week because you're not allowed to question the election. You're not allowed to say hydroxychloroquine is good. So we'll play your little games, you fascistic big tech guys. I've lost. I don't know how many you've lost, guys. 100,000 followers on Twitter in the last couple of weeks. Let me ask you, start with you, Mike. How much of a factor, and I mean a, a not just disruptive, but dangerous factor is big tech going to be in not just 2024 but next year in the next election well it's going to it's going to take a legislative effort to push back and that's what governor DeSantis did this week and uh, i think millions of americans cheered his efforts i i don't know where it will go but he's 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 sort of drawn a line in the sand that if big tech continues to deplatform politicians and 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 proud american voices like seb gorkas and larry elders and everybody else we're we're going to ha- they're going to have to deal with him you know i i've been encouraged and fascinated by the 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 comparison of Florida's track record in in the pandemic with say California or or New York as an example you know governor Cuomo here in New York famously uh, ordered nursing homes to accept covid-19 sick patients in, into into the nursing homes thousands of elderly people died in New York's nursing homes on the other hand and something the mainstream media never points out Ron DeSantis went the exact opposite direction made the right call and uh, mandated that nursing homes may not accept COVID-19 patients, which, of course, saved a lot of lives. Look at the numbers. Look at the data. The left is always saying, look at the science. Look at the data. Well, data-wise, Florida, by comparison to California or New York, is an example, per capita, there's there's no appreciable difference. Florida's done great, and they didn't lock the state down like they've done in California. So his leadership has been really remarkable. Talk to a typical Floridian about Ron DeSantis, and you hear nothing but glowing praise. The media is afraid of him. I think the national media knows he's a formidable force. I hope he emerges as a as a uh, a real viable. Uh, national figure beyond Florida, and we're going to see. But that's what it's going to take to rebuild the right. We need we need fighters. We need people with clarity and 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 leadership qualities. And I think Ron DeSantis checks the boxes. Let's ask the man with one of the strongest Instagram games out there, Larry. The role of big tech in just the next year and a half. Well, we meaning again conservatives, uh, libertarians, people who are not uh, leftists. Uh, have been asleep at the switch. We've allowed the left to, uh, to overtake us on the social media infrastructure. We've allowed the left to overtake us on social media platforms and given them the power to shut us down. Uh, uh, you take away the uh, way the Hunter Biden story was spiked, and there's no question that Donald Trump remains in the office for four more years. And before that, there's a book called Left Turn written by a friend of mine named Tim Grosskloats, who tried to quantify, for the first time anybody ever tried to quantify, the effect of left-wing media bias. And his analysis is that take away the media bias, media were truly fair and balanced. The average state would vote the way Texas has traditionally voted, eight to ten points in favor of Republican. That's the that's the way that's the influence, uh, the brain indoctrination, in my opinion, that the left wing media has on people. The New York Post, uh, the, the the New York Times, has not supported a. Republican president since 1956. I think I mentioned that before to you, Dr. G. And the Washington Post, in their history, has never endorsed Republican president. This is what we're up against. And now they have the power to completely shut out a story. And Donald Trump has been permanently banned from Twitter. 
And when Jen Psaki was asked about that yesterday and asked whether or not Joe Biden was okay with that, she said essentially he was. Are you kidding me? A former president cannot communicate to his 75 million followers because a third party does not like his message? This is this is, this is what what have happened to your accounts? Let, let, let me ask you guys, what have, what have happened to your social media accounts in the last few seconds we have in this, this uh, segment? Oh, we've all been impacted. I've been impacted pretty dramatically. I know you guys have more than me. It's, it's, it's brutal. But on the other hand, as a, as a caller pointed out to my show today, it's up to conservatives then to build our own infrastructure. Yes. You know, we gotta, we got we to gotta play by well, what's our happened own to you, Larry? rather than theirs. I'm, I'm down about 125,000. Wow. Incredible. And, and I don't see it's funny. I, I see no complaints from what, what do they call us influencers? I find no complaints from left wing or Democrat influencers that they've lost followers. How strange that is. We're talking to, of course, Mike Gallagher and our friend Larry Elder. Follow them right now at Radio Talker Mike and at Larry Elder. And check out Larry's. Seriously, I'm envious. His Instagram game. Especially, I, I bought a new bathrobe just so I can keep up with Larry, okay? If you don't understand, check it out. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network with me, the host of America First, Sebastian Gorka, coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. I took, my, I took my balance of nature very early today. I did it as I was recording my podcast with the Baron, Boris Epstein. Have you taken yours? This is how I know, even if I've made some, you know, silly decisions about what I eat that I'm getting everything I need to be the healthiest Dr. G I can be. Why? Because that's what Dr. Douglas Howard gives us. Six little capsules, three red for fruit, three green for vegetables that provide us with 10 servings of 31. The numbers just mind-numbing. 31 different fruits and vegetables that are essential for a healthy life. Order yours today, and Dr. Howard will give you 35% off and free shipping on your first preferred order. Don't wait any longer. You know it makes sense. Call 800-246-8751 or just go to balanceofnature.com. But you've got to use the special promo code G-O-R-K-A. That's 800-246-8751 or just go to balanceofnature.com. Promo code GORKA, G-O-R-K-A. country is fractured, but we refuse to give up. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. You know, I'm so blessed to be on this side of the mic, but I love talk radio. I have since I was a kid. It's where I get all of my information, a little bit of the internet, a little bit of social media, but talk radio is number one. If you don't do this already, do yourself a favor, guys. Listen to all of us. Start the day early. Listen to Mike. Listen to Larry. Listen to Dennis. Salem is here to push back on the lies. Do yourself a favor. Just absorb as much of it as you can. Podcast, whatever it is. Okay, last question. Rebuilding the right. Every week we do this special. We'll start with you, Larry. The trial, the Senate trial for the second time begins against Donald Trump, now a private citizen, on Monday. Will it make him stronger or will it hurt him more? No, it's going to make him stronger. The Democrats think it's going to make him weaker, but that's how delusional they are. Uh, Donald Trump is the most popular Republican president uh, in my lifetime, including Ronald Reagan, who won a 49-to-1 re-election uh, contest. 
That's how popular this man is. This is not going to make him uh, unpopular. Everybody knows the trial is a farce. Everybody knows exactly what the outcome is going to be. He's going to be found not guilty. There'll be a handful of people like Mitt Romney who vote to convict him. Outside of that, it won't make any difference whatsoever. Furthermore, he'll be able to fundraise on this, make him even stronger for 2024. Yeah, we, we, uh, we spoke to Jason Miller, who's now uh, involved with the president's uh, new center in Florida. He's only raised... <laughs> The president, since he left office, has only raised $72 million. Not too shabby. Uh, Mike Gallagher, stronger, weaker, what's your prediction? Hey, Democrats, be careful what you wish for. After the first time around, uh, the president uh, claimed vindication, uh, exoneration. He'll do the same thing next week uh, w- when, he, when he is acquitted. Larry is right. Uh, and he's not going anywhere, you know, and, and that's the, the media and the Democrats and the Trump haters Worst fear is that millions and millions of Americans aren't going anywhere. We're here. And as you said, Seb, we're, we're represented on the Salem Radio Network. And it's a, it's a joy and an honor and a privilege to, to every day fight the good fight with you guys. Uh, I'd rather be in the trenches with you than anybody else because uh, we got, as Larry says, we got to save this country. And don't forget, it's growing every day. It's not just Salem. It's, you know, townhall.com. It's our new buddies, Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA, our new podcast buddies, Dinesh D'Souza. Guys, this is where it's at. God bless you all. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Have fun. Educate yourself. Be a happy warrior. Watch Uncle Tom the movie, uncletom.com. You won't regret it. Larry did an incredible job. Go to SalemNow.com. All the incredible stuff you can access. You know, when you've run out of, you know, 12 hours of radio or whatever it is, or 14, 15, 16, you're still going to want to watch something at the weekend. Do yourself a favor and follow these guys as well. Radio Talker Mike, at Radio Talker Mike on Twitter, at Larry Elder the Sage. Also, the Instagram account, not too shabby. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America for. Oh, you could follow me. At Seb Gorka and SebGorka.com. We're going to keep fighting the good fight. Happy Warriors every single day, but especially Wednesdays, second hour of America First. God bless you guys. Stay on this channel.